This podcast is sponsored by King Manual Therapy, restoring function to body and voice. We're just interrupting the start of your podcast to tell you about the Industry Minds Awards in association with Apollo Artist Management. The Industry Minds Awards will be held at Piano Works West End on Sunday the 22nd of September. The event is further sponsored by Bass Dance Studios, Bumble Biz, Theatre Accounts and Still Point Space. The judges for the awards include Rosalie Craig, Paul Taylor Mills, Arlene Phillips, Stephen Meir, Denise Welch, Tyrone Huntley and Broadway World. You can find a link to tickets on our Twitter and Instagram feeds and we'll also put it in the description of this podcast. We hope to see you there. Now, on with today's podcast. which discusses the importance of talking about mental health within the creative arts. My name is Cathy Reid. And I'm Scarlett Maltman. And today we are joined by Celador casting director Sarah Jane Price. Hello! Hello. <laughs> How are you today? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. <laughs> what the listeners don't know is that we just had to restart the interview again. But we have our own question in, so we are okay. Right, we're going to quick fire this word association, okay. which we already had a little bit of a preview. Here so, we go. Spotlight. Performance. Breakdowns. Help. Summer holidays. Yes, please. Running. <laughs> Ouch. The Piccadilly line. Uh, noisy. Zara sale. I spend too much money. Social media. Uh, I love it. Chocolate fingers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram. Um, selfie. Yes, amazing. I wanted to put a beat to that yeah. there. It was great. <laughs> so let's start at the very beginning. Yep. How did you get into the creative arts? Um, so I... I've sort of performed for as not performed but been involved musically for as long as I can remember so um, when I was at school I played the recorder and my teacher said um, Sarah's got great pitch so um, my mum started me in singing lessons and then from there we had to learn the violin at school we had to like I mean you had to yeah no choice (laughs) yeah I mean a lot of year three kids (laughs) nobody needs that in their lives but um, and then I joined I saw a thing for Annie auditions when I was like 11 I went and auditioned and got the part and then just stayed in that theatre like amateur theatre school for years doing all sorts of bits and pieces and then had a break um went to uni a bit later than normal and then went to RAM and then uh here I am now love it yeah and in terms of mental health support both at university and RAM mm. were they two different Two, yeah, yeah, completely yeah. different, yeah. Um, so in terms of that, was there much um, mental health support whilst you were training and studying? But at RAM, um, I mean, like, it was a long time ago, so things weren't as spoken about, I think, is um, it's the main thing. We were always told, all you can do is your best, which is, you know, entirely true. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't as, you know, a subject that was broached, it was just kind of you know yeah you get on you you know you walk in you leave everything at the door when you leave and that kind of thing so we were so massively supported around you know by the teachers they were wonderful but um I'm just glad that it's being spoken about a lot more than back then Mm -hmm. it wasn't hidden and it wasn't you know hush hush but it just wasn't really um as big a thing um that was out in the open and at uni um uni you just kind of got on with it really (laughs) everybody was doing their own thing and you know everybody had these wild dreams and um 
there wasn't much guidance. Yeah. But it was um, fun. Yeah. Do, do you think it would have benefited you and others around you having had that open dialogue about mental health? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we were always told we've got a guidance counsellor mm-hmm. at university, but I don't think I know anybody that went or where their where their office was or anything like mm-hmm. that. And I think it, it's so important, especially for people who are living away from home for the first time in a long period of time, people that are you know have a lot more pressure on them than normal absolutely it needs to be spoken about yeah. I mean it's just 100% yeah absolutely. yeah absolutely for sure so can you chat to us about your experiences with mental health whatever they may be in whatever capacity um oh I've had all sorts I've had a, a little bit of a difficult upbringing not upbringing but um a little bit of a difficult sort of time when I was a teenager um with various family members dying and sort of things and not attending any counseling or anything like that which I think is so very important but at the time especially when you're 16 17 you just kind of go oh no you know I'll get on with it and yeah. you don't realize how much it does affect you until a lot further down the line where you realize that you're the things that you're doing are a result of not looking at the issues that you've had I had a big um big time when I was when I graduated from college and I wasn't getting work and I was getting really really stressed and the stress manifested itself in my throat and um I was losing my voice maybe one to two times a month and it got to the point where I was I mean, it was, you know, it's like a runner hurting their ankle. Yeah. It's, your, it's your instrument, isn't mm-hmm. it? And when you have no idea what, how to help yourself, I think, is a difficulty. So I ended up going to the doctor a lot to the point, you know, where they were just like, oh, you just need to eat more greens. And I was like, and I just mm. had a breakdown in the doctor's hospital, in doctor's surgery, and just went, that's not what the problem is. Yeah. Mm. And um, I got referred to the hospital, and I had to do like a a test on you know how do you feel about this and what would you rank yourself out of 10 for this not at yourself but you know your feelings Mm. and um then I had vocal therapy every week for months and um then she did the test at the end again and it was like a completely different human being and a different outcome and it was it I mean it it changed everything for me but that was a really really difficult time in my life because and also the part-time job that I had was singing. Mm. So <laughs> I just couldn't do anything. And if you don't sing, you don't work part-time, you're self-employed, you don't earn money, and yeah, then you get stressed, and then oh, it's just yeah. a huge circle. Yeah. So all sorts of things like that. I mean, yeah, um, mental health's been... I'm very aware of my own mental health now and how what triggers it and um, how I can see the, sin- the signs coming in, and I'm like, right, and I know how to deal with it. Yeah. a lot more anyway yeah. I, think, I think that's so important it really, to, to really know your is own mental health and so you can take care of yourself yeah and, 100% and sure. yeah. know what's going to trigger it and know, mm-hmm. or, or if you're feeling down one day what's going to maybe turn your day around a bit yeah. so that you and how to avoid things that maybe uh, will make you feel worse like yeah. social media if yeah, you yeah. if you if you're triggered by something like that and then just go right I'm, I have to be really disciplined not look at it today because it's yeah. just going to make me feel worse absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so absolutely. hard to do though yeah, yeah. Well, what are your thoughts obviously 
um, there's a whole thing around social media as casting directors, as performers, it is such a valuable tool, some would, someone would say, in the industry for connecting. Um, what are your thoughts on social media just as a casting director and using it respons- responsibly? I mean, I love social media just because it's, it is a way of bridging gaps and breaking down walls and boundaries and and being a human mm-hmm. I get I got get told a lot off a little bit about my social media by some people just because it is a bit silly and I'm, I think your social media is great <laughs> thank you it's great. <laughs> but so, you know I'm not like big scary professional whatever yeah. and I think some people are a bit like oh well you know and I'm a bit like oh but it's my personal social mm. media it's there to be fun I think um if you if you use it well, it can be great. That doesn't mean you have to go around saying, "Oh, I love everybody. I love this and I love this and I loved everything I saw." Have an opinion, of course, yeah. but there are ways of of saying things, and there are ways of critiquing things that um, can be done in a, an intelligent and responsible way. I think using social media to come on, on the way anybody looks is just utterly disgraceful yeah. and it just mm-hmm. needs to stop because, hey, like, why, why is what you have to say about what somebody else looks like important? I just yeah. don't understand yeah, where you think that that is something that needs to be said. Absolutely. Just let people do what they there want. Was, there was something recently, wasn't there, about... A certain yeah. performer in a show, like yeah. how is that? It was okay. just. I think you put out a tweet. I think it was yesterday. Yeah. It was one of one of our later questions uh. about the tweet you put out. Which it's great. It's great to see people like you, like casting directors, calling it out because yeah. it, what it is a reason to, to comment on? Why? It? Why? I mean, what's it got to do with anything? Exactly. Like, with anything? Yeah. I, I, it's just there to be nasty, and and she said the right thing. Just ignore them. And but I mean, how difficult is that? To, to do sometimes especially if someone's pointing out your flaws constantly which is why so many people get sucked into the you know I'm just going to put my best life out there because then people Mm. won't comment on the on the bad or poke at or poke at the things that you're aware of that aren't maybe as great as maybe somebody you know Mm. but again it's all subjective as well so I just think you know it just doesn't make any sense to me like at all to comment on someone's looks I I I just don't anybody's looks or anybody's performance if you don't like it why would you tag someone in it yeah I mean, why? And I, I don't go into your work and go, oh my god, you can't type as quickly as me. Sorry, you yeah. know. Yeah. Like, what? I just find it bizarre. Absolutely. People just, I think if you use it for the right things, it can be such a lovely thing. Yeah. But if you go on there to be a troll, then I just think you need to get out more. Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. We're all on the Absolutely. same page here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um. So, as you said, you uh, trained as an actor and you've performed. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually saw you in something in the Edinburgh Fringe with uh, Josh Sinclair. Ah, oh, anything goes. Yes, I did. Oh, right. I love you were fab. You were amazing. I love it. Oh, um, so, obviously, you were performing then. Mm. When did the switch to casting happen? And what was your kind of deciding factor in going into it? I got a <laughs> um, that's so funny. <laughs> she was great, by the way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, I yeah, I was still performing then. I'd worked with the company before on Panto, and um, I I got to the point where I was struggling with auditions to the point that if I got one, I just didn't want to go because I I had one audition um, and I passed out. 
in the audition yes. and black my eye on their table. <gasps> I woke up with that whole production team stood around me and I was like, oh, oh my no. And that's just through, that was, A, I hadn't eaten much, but that, you know, that's a different story but then also um just the absolute stress anxiety and the fact that vocally I was pushing air everything I just went and um that then triggered absolute audition anxiety every Mm. time I went in I was like oh my god what if that happens again what if that happens again and so it got to the point where I was kind of just pushing things off and and not doing it and then the job that I was in the day job they wouldn't let me have time off for auditions and I got to a point about three years after graduating, I was like, right, something needs to change. What am I going to do? So I went travelling, and I came back, and I was like, ah, I feel like a new woman. (laughs) Oh, this is great. And I started really pushing myself as a performer and going to workshops, and I was getting more auditions, and I was fine. And then um, I was helping a friend out with their castings and they got a tour and I had to take over casting their show fully and then the producer of that show um said rang me and said actually I've got another project do you want to come and do that and then that project someone went oh, actually I've got another project do you want to do that and it turned out that it just kept happening and I had to make the decision sort of um maybe April last year where I was like do do I repay spotlight Mm. Oh, or yeah. do I not because <laughs> yeah. that's a big thing that's a big one. <laughs> do I repay and I went do you know what I'm going to give it a go and I'm not going to I'm not going to pay spotlight I'm going to come off and I'm not going to be an actress anymore and I'm going to see if I can get more work casting and I did and I did the light princess and, and that sort of thing yeah. and then I got in touch with Celador and yeah rest history rest is history yeah. and I don't miss performing I don't miss the end I sang in a concert in November for a friend for Halloween for charity and I was like that right nope never again done <laughs> just the feeling it. I just, yeah. it just brought back so many so. do you think um, you know having been a performer yourself and the experiences you've had has that um, kind of really shaped who you are as a casting director when someone yeah. comes in the room and you can see that they've got that additional anxiety absolutely and you can see it a mile off and and you just I run most of my own auditions myself um, greet people at the door come in you know and I think social media helps with that a little bit because people will be like oh congratulations on your marathon I'll be like oh thank you you know come in you know how's it going what are you going to sing today Um, and I'm you know I'm always like if you mess up it really doesn't matter we're not looking for perfection that is what rehearsals are for you're there you get an energy from someone you can see what kind of thing they're going to do with the character what kind of tone they've got and that's you know that's you know it really has shaped what I do in an audition room because making it as nice a space as possible is so so paramount Amazing. No, it's great. <laughs> just going to jump back to your social media because obviously you're a casting director who does reach out to people on social mm. media and say, casting for this, drop me a line. Um, how important kind of is that? And do you think that is something that all casting directors should be doing to, you know, meet new faces and getting people who maybe aren't represented kind of in the door if they're exceptional talent? Yeah, I think um, I think it really varies from person to person, casting director, because yeah. everybody has got a different level of busy I mean, I, at one point I was casting three shows in a week and I would just never have been able to have seen yeah. anybody. Um, at the moment I've got a couple of weeks where I'm finishing off bits, but 
I can spend that time looking at showreels and meeting people and um, talking to creatives I may not have met before. I think it's a great thing to do and I think a lot of casting directors and things do it by going to showcases, um, going to any shows that they get invited to, um, open mic nights, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people do do it. Um, So I think it's great and I think if people have the time, I think it's absolutely something that should be done but also people are so busy yeah, like, yeah. I, as much as people can is great and yeah, I think a lot of course. people do yeah. how, how do you keep on top of you know being a casting director because it, it is a lot like yeah. you just say casting three shows in one week yeah like. <laughs> it's organization yeah. <laughs> time management compartmentalizing my brain which I I mean saying you know I've got three shows and they've got to send them all different material and they've all got to go to different places and they've got to organise three different pianists and you kind of go... But as long as you've got everything, uh, for me, written down... I have to hand-write stuff, though. I can't use, Mm -hmm. like, a calendar online or anything like that. I have to... For it to go in my brain, otherwise. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. Um, But but it's making good use of your time and, and just making sure that you're also going, right, I'm going to stop at seven. I mean, you can't always do that at some point. So, you know, you're working over through into the night and through okay. whatever. But yeah. as long as you then go, right, I worked that, I'm going to take this time for me. Otherwise, I would never get my washing done. Yeah. yeah. I just <laughs> wouldn't. I'm at four shows this week. And, you know, I'm going to be getting in at, what, 11.30 or whatever mm. after the show, getting back up and going to work and i just got to make sure I've got enough pants. Yeah, because... of course, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. You know. Go commando for the day. <laughs> I think that's something that's been really great about having casting directors on this series is we've been able to find out just from the horse's mouth how busy mm. you guys yeah. are and how much stuff you have to do. What would you say are the kind of main factors that, can re- that could affect a casting director's mental health? Um... It's really funny because this is such a great thing that you're doing because it gives people an insight because people just seem to think that either we go, oh, I know, I'll have that person, that person, that person, job done. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's so much that goes into it. And what I found, I think, um, a lot is that it can get a little bit lonely um, because... Uh, you're constantly working by yourself and if you've got an assistant that's fine but you've you've got to get the task in hand done otherwise you've Mm -hmm. got a full day of auditions with nobody coming in you know you've got to and if a slot becomes open you've got to fill it and so it is very fast paced and even little things like remembering to eat like I don't leave my desk so I make myself a really nice lunch and I stick it in the microwave and I sit at my desk Mm -hmm. and I'm like you know, we're meant to take that time. But, um, yeah, like I said, loneliness is, is something that I felt a little bit um, because I'm either at my desk working or I'm at a show. And even though you are surrounded by people, it's not necessarily, you know, your friends yeah. in a way. Does it, I know that yeah, sounds yeah. very important. No, no, I go to the it's theatre, not like but it's not. No, yeah. I mean, you are meeting people, but it, it, they're not. It's not personal. It's not personal like it's work. So it's not that old saying, isn't it? You know, it's it's not show friends, it's show business. And um, and don't get me wrong, I love my job and I'm not complaining at all. But you are surrounded by people constantly for work all the time and it can get a little bit like... And then 
the other flip side of that is when I do have a day off, I don't want to move. <laughs> so yeah. I don't see anyone. So Soft I'm like, mm, well, you're kind of, you know, <laughs> complaining about something that you're like, oh, I'd love to be invited and involved as long as I don't have to move or see anyone. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. the industry is so fast-paced as well, mm. isn't it? It's like, how do you keep yeah. up with this it's yeah. almost so fast you can't keep up now no it's you do need to go take a step back sometimes and go right okay I make sure that I have hobbies outside of work as well yeah. and I very rarely miss I play netball and I have a Maybe social netball know. team and I very like I, if I get invited to a show I'll be like actually no I, I can't because I've got a netball match and yeah. I know that sounds ridiculous no, but not at all. I it's so absolutely important. need that because yeah. none of them have a clue what I do and or what the theatre industry is mm-hmm. or what auditions are or you know you know one of them said to me the other day oh, I've seen Phantom of the Operas and I was like oh that's nice was it good and she was like oh and then we just carried on playing netball, so it was I lovely. It. I yeah, love it was it. great. You need a so break. I seen um, uh, someone put up a, uh, their headshot the other day on social media, and the caption was, "My grand just said, did you get new hedgehogs?" Oh, <laughs> it's people that. making an effort. Though, yeah, but, like, exactly. <laughs> hedgehogs. It's so good that you make that time for yourself because it's so important, it's and you so can so easily be like, "No, I must do this. I must go to that yeah. theatre." But like your mental health at the end of the day and your yeah. happiness is the most important thing. Yeah, and absolutely. But everybody should, yeah, a hundred percent, and that's obviously. I get, you know, I know a lot of actors are like, oh, I'm not going to go on a holiday, because um, if I go on holiday, I'll get an audition, and I'm like, guys, go on damn holiday, yeah. like everything happens for a reason. I've like, been doing that for the last three years, and I'm now in a new job, and I'm about to book a holiday. Oh, and I'm yeah, so do excited. it! Yes, go on, girl. I haven't missed anything. I no, you so haven't. Not you have not. Like, but you watch now, haven't? No, but it is. It's funny. Like, if three years, you're like, no. If I book a holiday, I'm, I might get an audition, and then you, at the end of the three years, you're like, I didn't get any audition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. great. Like, so what will be, will be. Uh, exactly. so everything happens for a reason. Exactly. Hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you think we as an industry can do more to support our cast and directors? Because it, it, it is a lot. And, I, and I'll hold my hands up and say, until we started this podcast and mm-hmm. interviewing the likes of producers and cast and directors, yeah. I didn't have a clue on just yeah. how much work it is for cast and teams and you know the lack of sleep, the lack of personal life. What, what can we do as an industry, do you think, to support our cast and teams more? I think things like this, making people just aware of, of what everybody everybody does as a whole because I mean we're not more busy than anybody else but it's just a different kind of busy and and understanding that um we want to we will and are giving answers but if it takes a few days like it that you just give us that time understanding that the process isn't as simple as you may think it is um and you know things like if I have to film something and then send it off to America, I'm not going to get an answer in the week and that's going to take time and that and then impacts who I can say thank you but no to. And mm. and just maybe it's being a little patient and going, you know, um, I don't really understand the process, but um, this gives a massive insight into mm. it and just sort of going, you know, we are humans yeah. and um, we make mistakes and we try our very best just as much as everybody else does and... We are trying to make it a better, 
better quality of life for everybody, a better process, and yeah. trying to make things easier for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And now, a word from our sponsor, King Manual Therapy. Hi everyone, it's Stephen King from King Manual Therapy in Covent Garden. I'm going to be talking to you about the benefits of vocal massage. So the benefits to vocal massage are, number one, it keeps your voice free and healthy. Number two, it keeps your mental health good in relation to your vocal production. Number three, it makes your voice more reliable more of the time. This particularly matters for auditions, for shows, for anything you've got coming up, including public speaking. So, moving on from casting just for a minute, mm-hmm. you ran the London Marathon. Oh, yeah. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> um, I mean, anyone who even attempts that, I'm like, I've done a 10K the, um, yeah. in London recently, and um, I, I threw up as yeah. soon as I got to the finish line, and there was photos of it because they take a photo of you as you cross yeah. over the finish line. Oh, so, I'm literally like, throwing up. Oh, awful, got no. taken right to the a and um, Ted, so I have no idea, and I <laughs> take my hat off for anyone and you for doing a marathon wow. all my days um, but yes uh, the marathon, um, a lot of people say that exercise is super important for their mental health I know yeah. it's Scarlett and myself it's um, definitely important for us but something like a marathon can be just super overwhelming because it is just such a huge um, fee what was the experience like for you? oh my goodness me that whole thing was the most challenging thing I have ever done, both mentally, physically, the lead up to it, even how I ended up doing it was, you know, because I actually got my place by accident in oh, the marathon. Really? So I, it could only happen to me. I just got a letter <laughs> saying just, you have signed up. I just got an up. email <laughs> yeah. and I was like, ah, this was, okay. <laughs> And so I messaged him, I said, are you sure you've got the right person? And they're like, yeah, we're just sending out some um, early places. And um, what had happened was that um, I think I'd been and watched the marathon the year before my friend was in it and was looking at, you know, more information. I was never going to do it. (laughs) More information. And um, I hadn't sent an application, but somebody with my name had and what? they gave me her place. Oh. Yeah. I'm actually now friends with her. That's so, amazing. yeah, so because we both ended up running for the same charity. So I'm glad she actually got her place yeah. too. But um, oh. so they gave me the place and I set up the fundraising and I, you know, paid my entry fee. Two days later, I'm so sorry, but we've given the wrong person a place. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. They said, but because it's our mistake, we're going to. Uh, maintain your place. I was Amazing. like, wait, so I, I still have to do the marathon. Um, so that was all a bit of a strange one. And then I started, so that was sort of December, uh, November time. And I started my new job at Celador mm-hmm. at the same time. And I just don't, just don't do it. Don't start a new <laughs> job and train for a marathon because I was getting up at you know seven doing an hour's run going in and doing auditions and castings somewhere I where you know they're an amazing place to work they're lovely people but I didn't know any of them and I didn't know how it ran and I didn't know I didn't have keys to get in the door and yeah. you know couldn't switch my computer on and the, so I was just going oh um and then the actual marathon uh, 
I there was a woman there. It was her hundred and fifty seventh marathon, what? and I just thought, I don't know how you have done this. Jesus. It's so important, like like exercise really mm-hmm. massively is, mm-hmm. and I really feel it if I don't exercise yeah. that I am very like. Yeah. Mm. Um, but that is another ball game mentally. One of the weirdest things I found with the marathon is at the end it doesn't say finish. Does it not? No. So you're running and it's just a clock. Oh. And to me, I was like, oh, is that the end? Oh, because no. there was no finish. And I think that's a really strange thing yeah. mentally to not have. Yeah. To not okay. have. Look, it's a finish line. Go to the finish line, not go to the clock. I don't know. I just found yeah, that really yeah. strange. But all of my friends came and cheered me on and I injured myself. It was on crutches afterwards. <gasps> What did you do? Uh, about mile 17, I went over on a water bottle that someone had chucked. My friend, and she um, she broke her ankle. Yeah, well, uh, they, she, yeah. they were worried I was on crutches. But then I thought, mile 17, oh, God, I've still got so far to go. Oh, wow. So I literally hobbled then, my way around. Because my dad was at mile 24, and I thought, I've just got to get there. I got to my dad, and I was like, Dad, my ankle really hurts. He was like, you've got two miles. He was like, just go. And I was like, oh, okay. What an achievement. Then I felt my toenail come off. My little toenail oh, pinged off. You. And I was like, just get me to the minute now. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it was hard. I bet the feeling when you finally finished, so underneath the clock. Underneath the clock, underneath. but the, it was, it was a, um, if I sit down, I'm not going to get back up again. Am I going to be sick? Where is my yeah. bag? Where is my family? Oh, yeah, you. I had no battery on my phone because I'd used it for me. Like, oh, yeah. It was very overwhelming, the whole Jeez. situation. I got asked to do uh, next year's and I just said, absolutely Yeah. No. I'm running. You've, done, you've run a marathon. I run That's a marathon. Like a bucket list. Take Absolutely. it off. Absolutely. And I have, you know, and I've got a certificate today and raised uh, £2,400 for dementia. And so, I mean, all power to people that do loads and loads. Yeah. It's yeah. Un, unlike anything I've ever it's experienced. The people that do it in, like, crazy times, and I'm like, how? Yeah. But the people that do it in crazy times, like, in costumes. I got lapped by Big Ben. I got <laughs> lapped by a couple of rhinos. And I think I got lapped by a jukebox. Oh Look, God. did you see the Big Ben when they got to the finish line? They couldn't, they couldn't get, get through. Like, really? Really? Yeah. Someone stole it as well. Because no. he was running for the same charity. Yeah, someone stole it from outside the pub. People are rubbish, you know. But I think running in general, like when I run, it's the only kind of place that I feel like I'm not thinking about anything Mm -hmm. at all. It's just me. I mean, I have to be outside. I'm not a person who can run on a treadmill, but when I'm outside, breathing in fresh air... Yeah. or London fresh air I yeah. feel like just complete kind of peace I mean, in my mind I've done two half marathons in the fall this year wow. um, oh. and I, I've i kind of been like right, I've, I've had enough of running but I, I, for me it's sport and, yeah. and, and that kind of thing competitive sport I'm like yeah. that's my yeah. my release amazing yeah. great yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll run a marathon Wonder. Everybody we says that. Everyone's like, "Oh, I'll do it." Me and my boyfriend signed up for it after we no, watched it. Yeah, but we haven't found. Obviously, we haven't found oh. out yet if we've got into any of it. But we were watching it, and I was like, "Oh, I should really do that." And then, the London half was one of the best things I've ever done. Yeah. Really? Oh my god! Because there was a, there's like a choir or a band on every turn, and it <gasps> oh, was just yeah. like the West End choir was there, and I was running, and it was like. What was it? Sister act. I was like, oh yeah. Oh my god. It was great. Oh, Beth was like at that. That was half together, Kathy. Yeah. It was all good yeah. together. I'll cheer you on. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Love it. 
So, back onto casting mm-hmm. from Marathon and Big Ben. Yeah. <laughs> um, could you, if possible, describe kind of like a typical office day for you? Maybe where one where you don't have additions. Sure. Um, I have to be in by sort of ten. Uh, our office is in Deptford, so um, it's actually not that bad, but there's a journey, but I always mm. thought it was, it's really not. Anyway, I get in and um, make myself some breakfast, maybe. Um, one of the guys in the office has his eggs and kale every morning. Oh, lovely. lovely. I'm more like, you know, I'll have a special K bar yeah. <laughs> or some toast or a I'm bagel not a or something. In the morning. I'm not no. like when I first get up, but we've all got food because we've got a kitchen at the office and yeah, if there's a cast rehearsing or something, there's always pan of chocolate or something. Ooh, yeah. Um I love that I'm talking more about food than what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I food is important. I love yeah. food. Love food. And it makes yeah. me very happy. Favourite food. Oh I love chili. I'm pescatarian Ooh, so um yeah. I love like corn chili. Oh, yeah. or or, um, oh, I love food. Or, like, <laughs> burrito. <laughs> that is literally me, like, yes. Um, so, yeah, I eat. Um, I don't make a tea, like you said. Oh, yes, yeah. no tea um, or no coffee. No tea or coffee. Uh, and then I'll turn my computer on and, and look at my emails. And depending on what's sort of going on at the time, or depend on how many, I try and keep my email inbox quite low because it mm. gives me massive anxiety to yeah. have so many unanswered emails but it's nearly always impossible um do that and then um the night before I will have written a list of to do mm-hmm. so I'll look at um what's on there things like emails things like uh catch up about whichever show uh contact chase up this agent about that find contracts for yeah. check breakdown for, write breakdown for, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I'll either, you know, write a breakdown or check it or make a draft one for a future, uh, go through any submissions that we've got, um, see how many new ones there have been, um, have quite a lot of meetings with the team. I'm quite lucky that our uh, production team and our creatives and our CEO and our finance and programme are all in the same building. Amazing. So um, we have you know weekly team briefings and then we have um, um, meetings about um, you know whichever shows we've got going on at the time so that'll happen we also have wine o'clock yeah um, <laughs> not every day don't get me I wrong but on a Friday we finish <gasps> an hour we don't fit not necessarily finish but we have um, someone goes out at five o'clock our head of people buys us a drink or whatever we want and then comes back in the office and we'll have wine o'clock which is really nice yeah it's really lovely and they're such a lovely team that it's just a lot of fun um yeah and then just go through they have have lunch very important to me lunch and then um again just meeting submissions ticking off to-do lists um and then i leave at six or a bit later if i've got extra work on and normally had to the theatre or to a match or home or whatever um, or out for more drinks yeah <laughs> yeah it's more wine o'clock I love it and yeah. um, so just off the back of that that is a pretty jam-packed day mm. um, five days a week um, what are your thoughts on the whole yes no campaign and how important do you think that is obviously as having been a performer yourself yeah. but knowing 
how crazy busy you are. <laughs> I think it's it's really necessary. Um, and I try as much as I physically can to do it. Um, after every first round, I will go, right, here we go, boom. And it might not necessarily be the detailed feedback that people want, but an it will be an answer. <laughs> yeah. um, and again, that's just, again, asking people to realise, like, we are trying so hard, yeah. but it is crazy busy. And we, of course, we will give you an answer, I mean everybody's trying to as much yeah. as possible but it might not be the detailed feedback that you want unless you maybe write and say have you got any feedback and then if we've got the moment we'll go actually yeah um I do think it's necessary um I've I, I do think that um for everybody's you know even I find for me I can go right I've done those no's now and I can pop that part away and that's a clarity in my head of moving forward I've got these people sort of thing um yeah I think it it, it's it's never nice for people to hear but I do think it it's a closure of sorts yeah I I always have much rather just heard a no or or I don't even Mm. mind about a reason yeah just be like okay cool and so then, you can close yeah, that door. Yeah, you can yeah. close that uh-huh. door and just move yeah. on to the next yeah. project. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you know things are sometimes like not always going in order, so it's not like, a right, that was the one day and then the recalls are in this day. So yeah. you know you're not in on that day, you know you haven't got a recall. But sometimes yeah. when people are called in at different points in a process... and People just a, overthink it all yeah, so, so much, much as well, though. Oh, like, yeah. To oh, the point it can give them anxiety. So much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah all, the, all the time, yeah. It, it, it's a difficult one, but it is something that's being worked on and I think there should be a system or a way on spotlight as well hopefully in future that we can just you know sort things that way and send answers through that Mm. there's all sorts of ways it needs to be worked and changed but again it is in progress so we can only um, hope that it gets better yeah (laughs) Um, just off the topic of that then I know we briefly mentioned it but what do you do to look after your mental health on a kind of day to day basis Oh, um, food. Yes. <laughs> no. Kathy sent me a pizza last week and I got so emotional, oh, I burst out crying. She, like, burnt like, her, she burnt her tea and I was like, I can't see her not eating. I grilled, I I grilled a haggis pasta. Oh, it wasn't good. I mean, <laughs> Worst cook, don't come round so to my house. <laughs> I said, my, my friend was having a really bad day and I sent her um, a waffle, chocolate waffle, and she just cried oh, for that now. Food is the best. Like, but it's it the cure. Is. It's yeah. just, you know, I always make sure that I've got something in the house which I know that I like or that I know is going to make me feel a bit better. Yeah. Not even, like, junk food, mm-hmm. but, like, um, I mean, it's today, not that I've been feeling down today, but I had you know, steamed vegetables and some corn sausages. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, I feel quite good yeah. today. Let's, let's yeah. go into that. You know, um, and so just looking after yourself, knowing what you like and knowing what's going to cheer you up or what, you know, what's going to take your mind, you know, concentrating on cooking a nice meal for me is yeah. so therapeutic. So, you know, cleaning, weirdly. Love cleaning. Yeah. I love cleaning. <laughs> Mrs. Hench. But, but it yeah. is, it's like a, right, scrubbing away and I you know that sounds so boring doesn't no, it no not at all <laughs> you know what it's the boring and the, the boring inverted common things yeah. in life that actually everyone loves the mundane yeah they make you happy yeah, so, yeah. I think it's also a, it's a it's an order thing it's yeah. going right this is this is what needs to be done and getting on with the task mm, and achieving yeah. something 
however small it is, you know, why they say you should always put something on your to-do list that you can tick, tick off. off. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, got out of bed. Got out of bed. But even yeah. that's an achievement. Your living space reflects your mental space. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I've just feng shui'd my bedroom. Yes. Yeah. Um, so um, um, I'm getting used to that now. So a different space and yeah. all that sort of thing. Love but um, I make sure that I... You know, I've seen my friends. I've got a lot of friends that aren't in the industry. Um, not that that's a, a thing, but um, see as much of them as possible and have a good old gossip because, you know, it's difficult because we're all so busy. Yeah. I don't know when being a grown-up meant, you know, not having any time. Right. Like, I don't understand where it's all gone. I'm like, yeah. Oh, what a time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I said, play sports. Um, a lot of sports I see my family as much as I can um, I also have a notepad next to my bed um, if I'm not sleeping sometimes I will just write I find that if you just pick up a pen and you just start writing for no reason things will come out that you don't even yeah. realise were mm-hmm. in your brain and um, I find that really important yeah. to do um, because once things are on paper you can either go oh and then screw it up and chuck it away or yeah. you can keep it and look back on it and go you were really bad then but you're all right you know yeah um yeah like I said just I just keep an eye on myself I do have down days all the time not all the time but you know as a normal human being yeah. does you know you're feeling a bit rubbish and you know you missed your train and then you burnt your pasty yeah. and then you know <laughs> it's one of those things and it's just going it's okay to feel yeah. like this yeah. we all go okay. through it we're all human like it's a, someone emailed me the other day and I said oh it's really nice to have an email um, that made me laugh I've been having a tough couple of days it's an actress and um, she replied saying oh do you know what I think I forgot that you were human and I was like okay oh. yeah, I can see yeah. that but it, you know yeah. some people do go oh you're normal I'm like yes yeah. I'm yeah. so normal Absolutely, so, I think, yeah, and I think that is a thing that kind of gets in the way so often, and that's why I think, personally, like, your social media is mm, great, because yep. you, you speak openly about mental health, you speak yeah. openly, like, you tell jokes, and, and that's so... Really bad. It's so relatable <laughs> to, to yeah. be like, all right, yeah, they're, they're human too, of course, but they it's have so funny, I mean, like, you know, I, I used to work with Cathy, yeah. in, a, in a very normal performer friendly part-time job I'm just the same as everybody I just so happen to be in a different place yeah I don't even think we realized for a while that we both did um performing performing no just wasn't anything that we really spoke about it was like I'll do the balloon animals today you (laughs) do the magic (laughs) you do the food get the food food. food. you've done balloon animals Mm, I wasn't as good as this one here she was great I need a monkey in a tree I was like you can have a flower and you can have a sword and you can have a dog and they were like I want a parrot I was like you cannot have a A parrot parrot. (laughs) (laughs) well they'd always be like I want to take a saurus and I'd be like like, "Um, no no amazing sausage dog yeah, well, yeah, sausage, sausage dog. Sausage okay, dog. Yeah. Okay. But then you could like manipulate the size of the sausage dog. Yeah. So it could be like a little dog or a big dog or yeah. yeah. Wow. I haven't done it for a while, mind. Don't get me Secret started. skills. Secret skills. Yeah. Love it. Amazing. So, Sarah Jane Price, final question: Could you walk into a room today and say, "I'm having a bad mental health day"? Yes. Um, I think. Um, 
Yeah, absolutely. I think I think it's important that you do as well. I think that um, if you if you keep everything bottled up and you don't talk about it, it's just no. You're just not going to help yourself or anyone around yeah. you. And I think it's so important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Love that answer. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, yes. we're on to another game. Oh, Yay. no, we're not good at games. This one is called Finish the Sentence. So, again, first thing that pops into your oh, head. No. Okay. okay. I woke up today and thought... I wonder how many bowls of cornflakes I can have. <laughs> how many did you have? Maybe two. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Making me really hungry now as well. Why is it all about food? I had three bowls of cornflakes the other day. So. Do you know what I missed? Do you remember golden balls? <laughs> or go- golden nuggets. Golden, yeah, golden nuggets. nuggets. Sorry, like... I got the cheap version that was golden balls from Tesco. Yeah. They were so good. Yeah. Oh, golden yeah. balls. Bring back golden balls. <laughs> My spirit animal is. Oh, uh, mm, I was going to say unicorn, but that's not true because uh, it's not a unicorn because I'm not like all dainty and like, oh, magic. Um, I would probably say my spirit animal is a penguin. Yes, I love penguins. Yeah, I love penguins. They're so passionate as well. And we kind of waddle around oh, and we're like, oh, it's a hard life with a penguin. It is, and I'm quite really clumsy is. as well in, you know, penguins. Oh. Penguin, I love it. A book I would recommend to everyone is. Oh, that's a really tough one. Oh, okay. Um, do you know what? <laughs> oh no! I'm just going to say something really ridiculous. I. I want to know what you're going to say. No, that. no, I'm just going to say something. Um, do you know what? I I have next to my bed, and this is the complete and utter truth and it's going to sound really really wanky and I'm sorry if I can't say that but um, is um, one of the chicken soup for the soul books yeah. do you know have you yeah. ever read them yeah. chicken soup for the soul and they do chicken soup for teenagers chicken soup for parents chicken soup for everything and it's just this whole series of short stories um, a lot of them make you cry but um, of different subjects and it's just it's, it's, they're just lovely if you're having yeah. a really crap day yeah. and if you really want to cry and stuff you, read chicken yeah. soup for the soul chicken soup for the soul i love it <laughs> my dream holiday destination is saint lucia Ooh. i've been i've been around the world so i've oh, been yeah. very lucky to tick off a lot of have you know, been there before no i've been to the cayman islands and i've been to fiji and hawaii um but it's always i want to stay in one of those like little bungalow things yeah. in the yeah. water yes because mm-hmm. when I went around the world, it wasn't fancy. It was sort of like you need to treat traveling. yourself. I want to nice treat holiday. myself and not move. I'm going on holiday in a week and a half. <gasps> Where are you Where going? going? South of France. I'm going surfing. Oh, gorgeous. beautiful! Yeah, oh, I can't I'm wait. So jealous. <laughs> Do not put pictures on your social media. I'm <laughs> so jealous. And um, if I was prime minister for the day, I would. I would. Um. Declare it a national holiday. Oh, lovely. There we go. Lovely, great. My favourite press night drink is... Prosecco. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Prosecco's my go-to. I get so smashed on it. It's tragic. (laughs) I am the worst Scot ever. They say we're good drinkers. No, I'm turning them out. Passed out in the corner. (laughs) Running makes me... Vomit. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Pineapple on pizza is... Very, very necessary. Yes! I started adding that one in. I think it's good to add that one in. Do you like in. pineapple on pizza? I'm not... Um, 
I don't eat ham, mm. so unless it's ham and pineapple, mm. I find it a bit of a controversial one. But I don't. I like. But I don't like fruit in salad. Okay. Yeah. Like mm. I don't get this whole. Let's put a grapefruit in your in your mm. salad thing. No. no. I have had strawberry salad once. No. 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 <laughs> no. That's, that's, that's not strong. for me. Strong strong no. You can cut that out because I might get hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Jen, thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you for having me. Pleasure. pleasure to chat to Thank you so much for listening to Industry Minds, and we hope you enjoyed this week's episodes. Don't forget to subscribe to be the first to listen to our new episodes, which are out every Thursday. If you are interested in our counselling service, please email maryindustryminds at gmail.com or just get in touch with us. For news on future guests and events, oi oi, please check out our Instagram and Twitter accounts over at industrymindsuk. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back with you soon. Have a great week. Bye. See ya. Toodaloo. <laughs>